0: Playing faster is a target that nearly every guitar geek has in their sights. But how do you actually get to the point to where you can play fast? Some say it's the metronome, and I completely agree, but that's only one of five keys to playing faster. You're going to find out the other four keys to playing guitar faster in today's show. Hey TAC family, welcome to episode 195 of the Acoustic Tuesday show. This show is all about bringing fun, focus, and progress to your guitar journey through my weekly Guitar Geek list, plus success stories from your fellow TAC members. What does it look like when you sit down to play guitar? Do you spend the majority of your time trying to figure out what to play instead of actually playing your guitar? If this sounds familiar, don't worry, it's not your fault. Today, you're gonna learn how to sift through distractions so you can actually get down to business when it comes to playing your guitar. You'll be meeting TAC member Layton, who's hit his stride when it comes to a consistent routine that keeps him in the zone, even if he only has 10 minutes. Plus, you'll be getting your weekly dose of acoustic guitar news you can use, which includes two jaw-dropping, geometrically designed guitars, a new album that I am super excited for, and guitar multitasking at its best. You have to see this, you absolutely won't believe it. But first, let's dig into five things that will help you play guitar faster today. How do you play guitar faster? This is a question that will inevitably come up on your guitar journey, and I'm about to share with you five things that will help you play faster today. One of them is obvious, but the other four are not so obvious, and they can have a major impact on how fast you play but let's go ahead and start out with the obvious thing. Tip number one when it comes to playing faster is smooth is slow and slow is fast. And this has everything to do with the metronome. Yes, the metronome is key. By stepping up the metronome in small increments, you will actually be able to play faster than you think you can. Now, I'm not gonna go into this in detail today because I did back on Acoustic Tuesday episode 189 where I taught you how to use the metronome and actually use it in a way that will help you play faster. But again, using the metronome is only one thing that can help you play faster. That being said, let's dig into the other four that are maybe not so obvious. Tip number two, when it comes to playing faster is pick direction. Yes, how you use your pick will actually facilitate you playing faster. And it has everything to do with the golden rule of pick direction. What's the golden rule of pick direction, Tony? Well, it's actually pretty easy. You go down on the number beats and up on the and beats. So if you were playing a measure all in eighth notes that was counted one and two and three and four and your pick direction would follow that by going down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. Now, this might be difficult to conceptualize. So let me grab my guitar and actually show you what I mean. It doesn't seem like pick direction would have this enormous impact on how fast you can play the guitar, but it does. In fact, I'm going to walk you through an experiment that proves my point here in just a minute. But first let me illustrate the golden rule of pick direction. And again, it's down on the downbeat up, on the upbeat, or down on the number beat, up on the and beat. Now I'm just gonna be playing the open E string here, and if I had a measure that was one and two and three and four and, that would simply be down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, one and two and three and four and. It's as easy as that. That simple rule will account for you doubling how fast you can play the guitar. Here comes the experiment. What I want you to do is play a simple one finger per fret warm up. Okay, index finger takes care of the first fret, middle, the second, ring, the third, pinky, the fourth. And what I want you to do is just go ahead and play through that as fast as you can using only downstrokes. Okay, I'm going to just play the three low strings for an example here. That's not too difficult, right? Again, we're only playing using downstrokes right there. Now, for the second part of the experiment, I want you to do, the, to do that same exact warm up, but this time use an alternating pick stroke down on the downbeats, up on the and beats. Go ahead and uh, try it with me. I'm gonna play the low three strings again. Now, I'm not using a metronome, but I know for a fact that was a hell of a lot faster than when I was just playing that with downstrokes. And that's how powerful this golden rule of pick direction is. Essentially, you can play twice as fast because you're utilizing that upstroke when you're playing eighth notes. If you're only using downstrokes, you're doing twice as much work because when you're just doing downstrokes, you have to go down, then go past the string again to go down again. If you utilize that upstroke, that really increases your speed in a big bad way. Tip number three, when it comes to playing guitar faster is making sure you have the right equipment. Now, this is not an excuse for you to run out and get a bunch of accessories. Although, if you wanna do that, I'm certainly not gonna be the one to stop you. But in all seriousness, having the right equipment can facilitate you playing guitar faster. And let me explain this from two different perspectives, the flat picker and the finger picker. If you're a flat picker, you want a pick that is a little bit thicker made out of a hard or slicker material. Why? Because it moves through the strings a little bit faster. There's no friction. Whereas if you have a pick that is thinner, made out of a softer material, it actually gets hung up on the strings and can slow you down. So yes, a pick that is thicker, that is a little bit harder. will move through the strings much like a hot knife through butter. My absolute favorite pick is the blue chip Tad one R 80. It's my favorite. I absolutely love it. And it hits all the criteria. It's thicker and it's made out of an awesome material. Now looking at it from the finger pickers perspective, if you finger pick with the pads of your fingers, those are soft and they grab hold of the strings. And ultimately that will slow you down. So if you're wanting to play fast, if you're wanting to finger pick fast, you might want to consider trying some finger picks and a thumb pick. Why? because they're harder and they move through the strings faster. Now, my favorite finger picks are the Pick split band brass finger picks that uh, are a number three. They're a little bit heavier and I absolutely love them. As far as thumb picks go, I love the Zuki's M20, Z-O-O-K-I-E-S, the medium size with the 20 degree angle. I believe they're made by Dunlop. To me, that's a winning combination. So yes, if you're a flat picker, pick choice impacts your speed in a major way. If you're a finger picker, you might want to try finger picks and a thumb pick because it will help you play with a little bit more speed. Now, let's move on to tip number four and tip number four when it comes to playing guitar faster is using hammer ons and pull offs and slides for that matter. Why? because you get two notes or more notes out of one single pick stroke. Now it's a little bit more difficult to explain, so let me grab my guitar and I'll play a single lick using all pick strokes and then I'll integrate some hammer-ons and pull-offs so you can see how that can actually save you some time and allow you to play quicker. To illustrate how hammer-ons, pull-offs and slides actually enable you to play faster. I'm going to first play a lick without any of those. This is just a stock lick one that I really like, and I'm going to fret each and every note, no pull offs, no slides, no hammer-ons. I'll be picking every single note. Okay, here it goes. Pretty awesome G lick one that I absolutely love, but remember, I'm picking every single note. To show you how hammer-ons pull-offs and slides can help you play faster. I'm going to play that same lick. And instead of picking every note, I'm going to incorporate those techniques. Here goes nothing. So yeah, adding those techniques allows me to play that considerably faster, but why? It's all about efficiency. When you use hammer-ons, pull-offs, and slides, you're playing more efficiently, meaning you're getting more notes out of a single pick stroke, which ultimately translates into you playing faster. Now, I don't want you just going all willy-nilly throwing hammer-ons, pull-offs, and slides into everything you play simply to play faster because that's not the only reason you would add those. Sometimes there's a certain nuance, a certain timbre that a pull off a hammer on or a slide will offer that you just simply can't get with picked notes. This is just one way to use these techniques to play faster. Here we are on the final thing that will help you play guitar faster. And it actually contradicts tip number one. Tip number five is to go all out with no metronome. Now you're thinking to yourself, Tony, you literally just told me to use the metronome, go up in small increments because that will help me play faster and it will. But there's going to come a time where you're listening to the metronome and you think to yourself, I'm about to throw this thing against the wall because it's grating on me. And when you reach that point, turn off the metronome, set it aside and simply play guitar fast. Whatever fast is in your mind, that's how I want you to play guitar. Now, this might seem completely counterintuitive because you're thinking tone, I need to measure myself against a consistent beat. I need to make sure that I'm accurate and you do, but there's this secret magic that happens when you simply turn the metronome off and play fast because you're still building muscle memory. You're still training your picking hand and your fretting hand to move at a speedier rate than you normally would. And this does correlate into you playing faster. It's this unconscious thing that allows you to take your thinking brain out of the equation and simply just play fast. It allows you to just kind of react and be in the moment with your guitar playing fast. So yes, tip number five is to ditch the metronome and just play fast, whatever fast is in your eyes, in your guitar journey, which brings me to a question I have for you. I just shared with you five things that will help you play guitar faster. And I want to know, Is there something i left off the list is there something that has helped you play faster that i didn't mention that you want to share with your fellow guitar geeks if that's the case make sure to mention it in the comments below decisions 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 that is the number one thing holding you back from achieving consistent progress on your guitar yes decisions how often do you sit down to play guitar and you spend roughly 10 to 20 to 30 minutes, sometimes maybe even more trying to figure out what to play. It's played out in many a guitar geek's guitar journey and it's okay. I I I want you to know that this is more common than you may realize, and it's really not your fault. We are surrounded by so many options. It's dizzying and we reach this almost paralysis when it comes to making a choice because we have so many routes that we can go. So what's the remedy? The remedy is to know what you're going to work on before you even sit down with the guitar in your hand. This way, once you sit down with your guitar, you can get right to work immediately. And this is the very thing that Layton experienced. Layton is a TAC member and prior to him having a consistent guitar routine where he sat down with an intention, things were all over the place. In fact, here's Layton kind of explaining what life looked like before he had a consistent guitar routine.
1: And as for my life before a consistent guitar routine, I'd have to say that was a lot more repetitive, um, kind of practice the same old thing. This led to a much more plateaued growth. I'd have to say, um, I'd get, um, some inspiration of, uh, get hot and kind of sporadic growth. And that would be followed by a flat line. This led to, I'd have to say very inconsistent growth, and this lack of growth I felt like really affected my playing sessions. Um, They were a lot less enjoyable and not very much fun.
0: Okay, you've gotten a glimpse into Layton's pre-guitar routine life, which I think you and I can agree was pretty darn random. Now let's go ahead and fast forward and check in with Layton after he's implemented a consistent guitar routine, a routine that has him focused, a routine that has removed the decision-making process for him so he can sit down and get to guitar playing right away. And even if he only has 10 minutes, he's getting the maximum impact out of those 10 minutes. Here's Layton.
1: This process really helped me establish a well thought out guitar routine that was designed to minimize the decisions. So that way I can get my 10 minutes in first thing and just continue on my day. And if I don't am uh, not able to make it back to practice or anything, it's all, it's all good. Cause I got my 10 minutes in. Um, and the biggest thing for this 10 minutes to be effective is the focus I get from the daily less lessons I'd have to say, um, the daily lessons, um, the intentions are set in stone and I have to do nothing. I just show up, um, and get to work. Um, this, uh, lack of energy to figure out what I'm going to practice is, uh, allowed for more focus. I think, um, it's kind of maximizing the focus I'm able to, cause I'm just strictly on the lesson and those 10 minutes. Are able to accomplish a lot um, which really adds up I'd have to say.
0: It's so awesome to hear from Layton and get some insight into his guitar journey and to find out what's actually working for him and that is indeed a consistent guitar routine. Now we're not done hearing from Layton because he has some tips on developing a guitar routine and it has everything to do with tying your guitar playing to an existing habit also called an anchor. Again here's Layton.
1: My advice to other fellow tackers to, um, improve their routine would be, um, finding a cornerstone moment. You can kind of pin your routine to. For me, it's a cup of coffee in the morning and I just pour a cup and head straight to the, to the office slash guitar den and start practicing and pull up the daily lesson.
0: Cheers to you, Leighton. Thank you so much for sharing the inner workings of your guitar routine with all of us guitar geeks. Now, speaking of guitar geeks, let's go ahead and check out a guitar arsenal. This one is from Tampa Bay, Florida. Yes, home of the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're gonna go visit Tom and see what's in his guitar arsenal. Here's what he's got. Front row left to right. A 2012 Bedell HGM-28. A 2004 Alvarez MD-90 a 1975 Takamini f 412 string a 1985 Takamini F30S, and a 2011 Takamini G406G. Now onto the back row left to right. A 2008 Breedlove C250CE in tobacco sunburst, a 2002 Martin D15, a rare 1984 Ania SE15 by Dion, which has a cedar top and mahogany back and sides, a DeArmond Starfire double cutaway. And he says, as you can see, I have a soft spot for dreadnoughts. I should also mention that Tom says this. Hey, Tony, I'm celebrating my first anniversary and wanted to thank you for all that you do. I was sitting around a year ago wondering what I was going to do because of the pandemic. I've been a musician for years playing trumpet, and when the pandemic hit, I was playing four times a week in various bands. All that ended. I decided I would start playing guitar again. I had played some in the 60s and enjoyed it. I had a Breedlove that i purchased, but I was only noodling around on it. So I went looking for online guitar lessons and fate led me to your website and I have not turned back. I really enjoy how the lessons are laid out and your teaching techniques. I recently started the Fretboard Wizard course and am looking forward to another year of progress. Except for the Breedlove, all of the guitars pictured were purchased within the last year. So awesome to hear from Tom, and I can't thank you enough, Tom, for sharing your guitar signal. and uh huge congratulations on your first anniversary! I love that you've kind of entered yourself into the guitar geek world and uh, made, you know, lemonade out of lemons. I think when the pandemic hit, a lot of uh, former guitar geeks were kind of wondering, maybe this is the time I'm gonna get back into guitar. And it sounds like you did that very thing, Tom. So, so very cool. And if you're sitting at home thinking, you know, I have a cool guitar geek story that I want to tell. I have a cool guitar signal that I want to show. Well, I'm encouraging you to please do so. All you have to do is follow three simple steps. Step number one, go to acoustictuesday.store and get yourself a guitar signal t-shirt. Step number two, once that shirt arrives, put it on and take a picture amongst all of your guitars, just like Tom did. And step number three, please visit acousticlife.tv. Once you're there, click on the submit link in the top menu and you can upload your picture and share with us what is in your guitar arsenal. Since we're talking about playing guitar faster and since I've spoken about the metronome earlier on today's show, I thought this would be a great time to revisit episode 189 of the show where I taught you how to use the metronome. I wanna look at a few comments from that show. The first one comes from Andrew Dunn and he says this, most metronome sounds are so obnoxious, digital or ear piercing. If you can find an app or a device with a pleasant sound like a drum beat, it makes it much more pleasant to use. I could not agree more one of the easiest ways to start using a metronome is to find one that is tolerable and that means finding one with a click that you can stand so I couldn't agree more with Andrew the next comment comes from Matt Dillon and he says this are the words fun and metronome even allowed in the same sentence further investigation needed I have to say this comment made me crack up but I will say that I chose this comment well because it was funny, but also because the little uh, uh, profile picture for Matt is a picture of Towns Van Zant, and I thought that was a pretty cool nod to uh, uh, an artist that we did a show about uh, some time ago. Now, actually, it's been it's been a ways, but if you like Towns Van Zant, make sure to check out that episode of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Our next comment comes from Sharon Tiano, who also happens to be a TAC family member, and she says this in regards to metronome selection. I have the Soundbrenner Core, and for me, it's a bit easier to feel the beat as opposed to hearing it. When the sound is audible, I find I tend to rush my notes so I can try to hear it if I am in time. This is a great observation and recommendation from Sharon. You know, there are different ways to keep the beat, and I think the Soundbrenner Core is a great, great tool to use. It straps around your wrist and you actually feel a vibration. On the beat of the music and like Sharon says you know when she's trying to listen to the metronome she's actually she ends up rushing her notes because she wants to hear the click whereas with the soundbrenner she feels it so it's a different experience and that just goes to show you know there are more than a few ways to skin a cat i i think i think that's a term more than one way to skin a cat i haven't used that term all too often but i'm pretty sure that's it anyways when it comes to keeping in time and playing in beat there are certainly more than one way. There are certainly more than just, there is certainly more than a single way <laughs> to do it. And uh, thanks to Sharon for that, for that tip. Our next comment comes from Sarah W. And you might, you might find that name familiar because we actually featured her guitar-snow and we learned about her guitar journey on a past episode of Acoustic Tuesday. Sarah says this, Thanks, Tony. I'm a little embarrassed to be featured, but also humbled and honored. I hope my story can inspire others, especially fellow busy working single moms like myself. My kids and I did laugh out loud when you admitted not having heard the term ute before. I guess it's called a pickup truck in the States, although mine is much smaller than the ones I see in the movies. I'm so sorry to hear the news about your friend, Joe. It was very moving to see you express with such raw emotion. You're a beautiful man. Thanks for everything. Oh, and your timing for this metronome episode couldn't have been any more perfect for me. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for the comment. Uh, Thank you for the kind words. And I have to say, the fact that you wrapped it up with an incredible pun, your timing for this metronome episode... That was, that's an all-star pun performance. Uh, I love puns, and you nailed it. So thanks, Sarah. Thank you for everything, your comment, and of course, sharing your guitar journey with us. Now, I've got a couple more comments I want to read here, and this one's, this one's a little bit longer, but I, I do want to read it. It comes from Minton Miller. He says this, um, Maybe it's my mood, but this episode really reached me like no other. To my shock, I noticed that all this time I've been watching, I had not yet subscribed. The problem has been remedied. I have so many wordy thoughts and or questions on each and every subject of this video. I think if I posted them all today, you would have to bounce me off the channel. So let's do the title track. What kind of metronome are you using? When I tried to use one in the the past, it was a disaster. I wonder if I have the settings right. How did you get to get your metronome to boil the frog while playing? If you have a video on metronome 101, maybe you can post the link below. If not, time to make one. Minton, thanks so much for your comment and your question. I always welcome show ideas. So for those of you sitting at home who have ideas that you want to share about a show that you or a topic of the show that you'd like to see uh, in the future, make sure to let me know. But as to your question, Minton, I actually use a digital metronome app on my phone entitled uh, Pro Metronome. It's a great, very flexible app that is, um, well, it's easy to listen to as Andrew stated before, but it also allows you to. Take beats in and out of the measure. It allows you to change the speed, and it also has a training function where it can increase speed uh, five beats per minute, ten beats per minute, without you having to actually click anything. Uh, and again, that's called Pro Metronome app. I absolutely love it. Uh, super easy to use, and I think it was pretty cheap. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it was only like five bucks, and you can get it through the App Store or wherever you get apps for your phone. Uh, I want to thank everybody for leaving comments. What a! Just such a cool community. I really appreciate you all. Uh, The questions, the comments, the ideas, the the funny little one-liners, I really dig it. So thanks again for being part of this guitar geek community. Yes, onto acoustic guitar news you can use, and I have a power-packed segment for you today. I have a ton of stuff, and I'm just gonna dig right in. I mentioned geometric guitars right at the beginning of the episode. Well, here is one of them. It's brought to you by Nathan Ball Guitars. The back of this guitar is Wenge, but what struck me is the back strip design, or the back inlay. It's this wonderful, fadey, geometric pattern that really caught my eye and kind of left my jaw on the floor. As a guitar geek, when I see things that are interesting, oftentimes it leads to me just simply staring at my phone screen, Uh, and this certainly fit the bill. So make sure to uh, check out Nathan Ball Guitars. I don't know much beyond this picture, but you can bet I'm gonna do some guitar geek digging. Next up on my list is a tour that you should know about. Yes, indeed, a summer tour brought to you by two of my musical friends, two incredible, incredible human beings, Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley. Yes, they're going on tour. Make sure to check out their website for tour dates. This is a show you do not want to miss. Plain and simple you have to see these guys live. They played at the Acoustic Life Festival, I wanna say in 2018, 2017. I'm losing track of time at this point. And they absolutely knocked my socks off, blew my mind. My glasses were like this when, when their show was over. Uh, to see them play live is, is a true treat. So make sure if they're coming through a town near you, please go see them. I did see that they were playing in Idaho and I'm gonna try my darndest to get to that show because I'd love to catch up with those two. And again, like I said, I'd love to see them live. Next up on my list, oh wow, I hope you're ready to see this because this is guitar multitasking at its best. Now, I am a guitar geek of all of all kinds. I like electric guitar, I like acoustic guitar, To be honest, I favor the acoustic guitar over the electric, but I have great appreciation for electric guitar and electric guitar players. John Five happens to be one of those electric guitar players that I absolutely adore. Yes, I love Rob Zombie. He happens to be playing in Rob Zombie's band. He's also going out on a solo tour this summer, but he's spending time getting ready to go out on that solo tour. So what is he doing? Well, you could just look for yourself. He's doing this. I think if I tried that, I'd literally fall smack dab on my face. So I have uh, that much more appreciation for John Five. Let's move on. I got a couple more news nuggets for you. This next one is a quick one, but it's a big one. Jeff Huss of Huss and Dalton Guitars is retiring this year. So congratulations to Jeff Huss. Uh, what a what a legacy uh, to start such an amazing guitar company and to be able to uh, to be able to retire. I think that's a, a huge accomplishment. So uh, cheers to you, Jeff, and great work with the guitar company what what an incredible feat now next up is another geometric guitar this guitar was built by irvin samaji and i i can't even i can't even fathom how much work how many hours went into creating this guitar this guitar has over 200 tiles on the back of it and each tile contains 200 pieces Yeah, so let me just, let's just for for kicks, I don't know math, I'm not a math guy. Uh, 200 times 200, that's roughly 40,000 pieces inlaid in the back of this guitar. So aesthetically, it's a jaw dropper, but how does it sound? Well, it's a samaji, it sounds incredible, but let's kick things over to dream guitars and actually hear this guitar in action. (music) The final piece of news I have for you is a new album due out August 20th by one of my absolute favorite artists. Sierra Farrell is releasing an album, long time coming on Rounder Records. It's coming out August 20th. You can pre-order it now. Last I checked, there was just a whole slew of different vinyl albums being offered uh, in various colors. And I have to tell you, this album is indeed a long time coming. So it's titled very appropriately. Her voice is stunning. She surrounds herself with fantastic players. And she has the type of voice that you'd swear was from the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. It just, she's she's channeling some otherworldly stuff here. And just so you can get a sense of how she sounds, if you have not heard her before, here she is covering a Stanley Brothers tune, I just think I'll go away. And yeah, pay attention to the voice because, wow, your socks are gonna be knocked clear off your feet. And on those fine, sweet notes, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show for today. But before I do so, let's take a sneak peek into next week. And next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show, I'll be talking about unsung guitar movie heroes. Unsung movie guitar heroes. The people behind the songs you hear in the movies, that's what we'll be talking about next week. And I think you'll be surprised because I found five artists that I never knew were so involved in the movie scene. I really think you'll be surprised. So make sure to tune in next week. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time here on YouTube. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I want to thank you for being a guitar geek. And remember this, your guitar progress, your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. Thanks again for joining me today. Guitar geeks unite, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers.